שלום וברכה. So, we've been learning a lot recently here in our army base about the importance of not speaking Lashon Hara. We spoke last week about the Pasuk in Varim Perek Chav Gimel, which says that when you go out to war, should guard yourself from any evil thing which the rabbis interpret from Dibura, from Lashon Hara. And indeed, it's so challenging to hold ourselves back from Lashon Hara that every day we need Chizuk to strengthen ourselves not to fall into that trap. But I think perhaps just as importantly, we need to madgish, we need to stress the topic of the Lashon Hatov, of the good speech. Because if we're always just looking to not speak badly about others, then it's just a pretty depressing way to live life. But the best way um, to not fall behind is not defense, but offense, as the Israeli army knows. When we're speaking good about other people, then we don't have time to speak badly about others. It said about the Chavetz Chaim that people thought he wouldn't speak much at his uh, Shabbos table because he was so afraid of speaking Lashonara. But in fact, he was talking the entire time, but talking words of Torah, of positivity, of encouragement. So what is... Lashon Tov, and why is it so crucial for us here in the army and really in all of life? So if Jonathan Sachs asks this question, he basically explains Lashon Tov is language which encourages other people, which makes people feel good about themselves. Compliments, essentially, is what we're talking about. And this is one of the most crucial aspects of creating love, creating achtus, and if the whole concept of not speaking Lashon Hara is that we have the Shekhinah in our midst. We need to form brotherhood. So what better way to create brotherhood than to compliment each other right? and to make us feel good. And I think if we were to just, you just go around and even if you know it's just made up on the spot and then one person just tells the next person one nice thing about them and it's sincere and honest, it really makes us feel good. So when we feel good, we have more energy. We have more kochot to be good fighters, and to serve Hashem with simcha. There's always, in every single person, there's always going to be bad and good. The question is, what are we stressing? So let me ask us, what is the source for Lashon Tov, for speaking goodly about others in the Torah? Can we find a source? So the first source that Rabbi Sachs points out is the famous Mishnah from Pirkei Avot, in the second chapter. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, the man who you know, continue Torah Shabbat after the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, he goes on and on praising his five students. Praising Rabbi Yazar and Rabbi Lazar. This one is a bor suit. This one, everything he learns, he doesn't forget a thing. This one is a God-free man. This one, oh, praise the mother who gave him birth. And it seems to be a bit superfluous. Just tell us what they have to teach us. But Rabbi Sachs points out so brilliantly that perhaps the Mishnah is teaching us that it's important to praise your students to bring the good out of them. So beautiful. In fact, this can also be linked to a Gemara in Ketubot. Famous Gemara in Daf Yud Zayin. When Beit Shammai and Beit have a huge argument. Beit Shammai says, when you see a woman who's not so beautiful when she's getting married, you should say, Kalot Kamoshi, call it like it is, don't lie. Midvar Sheker Tirchak. You should call her beautiful. 
Amr Lan Bit Shamai, Libetil, Arishaita Higert, Osuma, Amimla Kalanava Hasuta. What if she's blind? Should we also call her beautiful? A Torah Ma Midrashek Tirchak, Amlan Bitilel, Bit Shamai, Libetil, according to your words, Bitilo, Mishla Kachmeka, Rami Nashuk, Yishabcheu Benav, Oigane Benav. Somebody bought, got ripped off in the marketplace. Should we praise the thing that he bought? Or should we say it's, it's, eh, you got ripped off. It's not worth all the money. Of course you should praise him. You should always be nice to people. And what's most important is not to be factually true. But you use speech as a way to encourage people and to make to bring them up. And this is Beidhel's approach. And of course, this is the approach which seems to be accepted by the Gemara. The Rambam in Hilchas Deus very interestingly tries to categorize the mitzvah Bahaftal Recha Kamocha. Rambam writes in Pergvav Halacha Gemul Mitzvah Kol Adam Leov Kol Achad Yechad Yisrael Kigufo. You should love every Jew like his own body. Shneimar Bahaftal Recha Kamocha. You should love your fellow like yourself. The Tichach. So how do we fulfill the mitzvah of loving your fellow as yourself? You buy him. You know, Coca-Cola. You need to praise him. And care about his money, etc., etc., etc. So Ramam says, what's the main way in which we fulfill the mitzvah by praising others? Because we ourselves know how much we appreciate being praised. And so we should take that and bring the good out of other people. In fact, Rabbi Sachs would always uh, recommend when people are getting married, that husband and wives make daily practice every day of showing how much they appreciate each other. And, and, and that is what brings, you know, that brings the love out. When we're looking for the good in each other, then we're always, we just see the good. Unlike the spies who saw the bad, we want to be like Yoshua and uh, Caleb who see the good in each other. Just close with a few, uh, a few to, to sharpen the matter. You know, when we're going to give someone praise, we want to be like we are in Birchot HaShachar. We don't just give God a general praise. We're very specific about thanking God. Thank you, God, I have eyes. Thank you, God, I have shoes, etc., etc. So, too, we want to get the juice out of complimenting other people to really make them feel good. We want to be particular and, and befaret exactly detailed as to what is so great about them. We want to be authentic. And most importantly, we want... We want it to come from our hearts. We, want, we don't want it to be ingenuine, disgenuine. Rabbi Shlomo Karlbach, whose yard site is coming up uh, this coming week, so he was a master of looking at the good in every single person he met. He would automatically walk up to you and say, holy brother. It wasn't just an expression, or holy sister. He's trying to remind you and remind himself that you are holy, that you are a child of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore you are holy. In fact, Rabbi Sachs points out that if we believe in a loving, good God, then we should believe that every person is a child of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And therefore, the way we look at Hashem is going to reflect the way that we relate to other people. And in fact, a Kaddish Baruch Hu, if you look in Barashas, the first time he relates to the world, he says over and over, it's good, it's good. God saw that the world, that the light was good. And so God relates to the world as a good place. And we also must relate to the world as a good place. And um, 
really our thoughts are just a product, our, our speech is just a product of our thoughts. Maybe I'll end with two last thoughts. First off, we all know the Rabbi Nachman Torah, maybe the most famous Rabbi Nachman Torah, that we need to focus on the Nakuda Tova. We need to focus on the good in other people. And just by thinking good about other people, it actually raises them up metaphysically, spiritually to a higher level. It all begins with Machshavot Tovot, which leads to the Diburim Tovim. There's a story which I love to tell about uh, a guy who was riding on the bus and his son, uh, and, uh, and he saw some yeshiva bachrim who were schmoozing and saying how they watched television and they brought a TV to the dorms. And this guy was in shock and he called the Rosh Hashiva of Trank and said, how can you let these bachrim to your yeshiva? They watch TV. And Rabbi Trank, on the spot, asked him, but you, did you ask them what masachet they're learning? Did you ask them what they're learning? And he's like, what is, what's that relevance? He says, why are you focusing on the one bad thing? We all have some bad inside of us. Instead, why don't we focus on the good? And the truth is, sometimes in the army, we get caught up into the habit of um, kind of looking at the bad. The commander has to make discipline, and it makes a lot of sense. When you're out in the shetach, you're not going up to random, you know, possible terrorists and saying, oh, you look so nice tonight. You're a kafaya, you know, you're, you know, you're a policeman. You have to be tough. And also the commanders have to be tough with their soldiers to make sure they do, they do everything in the right way. But at the same time, it has to be balanced. You know, if someone's doing an eight-hour shift and the only thing the commander has to say is, you know, tuck your shirt in, then people are going to start uh, not having energy to do all the rules of the army. And when you don't feel like people care about them and look at the good inside of you, it's hard to really work hard. So we're all fighting this war for Kadosh Baruch Hu who sees the good inside of us. And may we just see the good in others. So if you're listening to this year out there, please take a commitment upon yourself every single day. But every day, say a sincere compliment to someone around you. And certainly if you're listening to this in the army, then go out of your way to say a sincere compliment to someone else who really needs it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.